A very warm welcome to all our listeners to episode 8 of the Go Local Podcast. My name is Adrian and I'm your host for this episode. We are the unofficial podcast about the Local Guides program made by Local Guides for all you lovely folks out there. In today's episode, we have a special focus on Earth Day with an interview between Linia and Hermes, who is one of the more active Local Guides championing environmental issues. Go local with us, go local with adventure, your unofficial cast to all things local And welcome back, folks. So what is Earth Day? Well, Earth Day is celebrated on April 22nd every year. It is used as a focal point to bring forward important discussions or debates and events to the forefront. It is widely used by the global community, whether they are the official government agencies, schools, or just the general public who have an interest in environmental safekeeping. On this day, and even the days leading up to it and after, many events are hosted around the world to educate the public on environmental issues, and this could range from forums on climate change, local meetups to clean a local place, so that could be a park, a lake, a beach or anything, and you may see marches happening around the world asking for more serious actions on protecting our planet. As you can imagine, this is a very important topic, we only have one planet, and if we do not look after it properly, we stand to lose a lot. So the idea for today's podcast is to put a spotlight on local guides that we felt were doing amazing work on environmental issues. Obviously, we have time limitations, so we cannot interview everybody. So please, please, please do us a favor and join in the Connect Forum and help to highlight all the amazing work that local guides are doing. Give them a shout out, kudos, and explain to the work how these fantastic local guides, these eco-warriors, are helping to protect our planet and give them the credit they so rightly deserve. And without further ado, I will start the playback of the interview between Linia and Hermes. But before I do that, here's a little intro on the two of them. Hermes is a Connect moderator and also an attendee of the Local Guide Summit in 2017, as well as Connect Live 2018. He is based in Italy, has a tremendous wealth of knowledge in everything local guides, and is very passionate about the planet. I met him in person and he's just an awesome, friendly guy. Linia is from Sweden and is part of the Go Local team. She's also an attendee of Connect Live 2018, and this is her first time doing a podcast interview. So let's jump in and see how it goes. As the Swede I am, I need to ask you first, how's the weather in Italy? Oh, the weather in Italy and here in my region is very bad now. I mean, it's raining every day. Is it warm? No, it's not so no. warm. It was, it was warmer. Okay, I'm living in the northeast of Italy, close mm -hmm. to Venice, and let's say one hour to the Alps. Oh. So we are, oh. we are very close to the mountain. And usually April is very, very hot. But this year, due to this strange uh, weather situation, weather condition, is quite cold. We had a lot of, well, it was warmer on May, on March. Mm. But now, now it's quite cold. I mean, it's discomfortable. <laughs> I see. How many degrees approximately in Celsius? Okay, around 10. Eight to right. ten. Mm. That is quite that, unusual. 
yeah, I mean, it's it's in Swedish measurements. That's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> right yet. now, yeah, we have around zero degrees still oh. and some snow. Actually, in April we have something that we call April weather, and that's because it's like April Fool's Day. It fools you all month. It will change from being super sunny and warm to being super cold and snowy to rain to have a very strong wind. Yeah, everything happens in April. Oh my God. That's interesting. Now here, usually we are around 18, 20, 25. We can say that April sometime is very close to summer. Oh, that's really nice. Our spring really starts in May and it stays like for two weeks. <laughs> Yeah. approximately, and then summer comes, <laughs> so we have the, the shortest <laughs> spring. <laughs> But can you please tell me a little bit more about yourself? Who are you? Like, who is Hermes? Okay, Hermes is... Hermes is like a guide, if we want to stay on the on topic. Hermes is also a chemical engineer that is working as an electrical production manager, we produce machines that we send everywhere in the world. And, well, Hermes is a 59-year-old man that loves nature, that loves to take pictures, and that enjoys to travel. I was very fortunate in the past because with my job in the years ago, I was sent and paid to travel everywhere in the world. And recently I became a local guide. I discovered this interesting uh, world and I loved it. I really loved it. I, you know, I became a local guide quite late. I mean, it was September or really June 2016 when I discovered the program. But I really started to love the program on September. And it was for a very specific reason. I mean, I, I wanted to, to do something with Google. And honestly, I had no idea about how to contact Google and to talk to them. And when I discovered Local Guide, it was amazing for me because really in that way, I was able to start with Google about Google Maps. And my idea was to, well, one step back. September, why? Because August, we had very terrible earthquake in central Italy. An earthquake that was destroying a big, big part of the historical town that we had in there. Places like Norcia, uh, very famous places for Uh, especially for um, religious tourism. And, well, looking at the, on the internet or reading the news, I was very impressed by the fact that everywhere they were showing pictures of destroyed buildings and they were comparing the situation between how it was after the earthquake and how it was before the earthquake, using a street view photo. And they say, oh my God, 
in this kind of town, street view is not everywhere because we are talking about small village in the mountain, you know, where street view car cannot go in. So a lot of documentation was missing. And my idea was to start to, start to build a kind of museum, let's say, inviting the people to send me pictures. And I had no idea about how to put the picture in the map. And so I said, okay, I have to do something. I have to, to contact Google in some way. And I have to, to talk about this. And really, I started with a video and, well, I'm not a very social person. I mean, I, I wasn't in social, I wasn't in Facebook, I wasn't anywhere. And so I made this video and put the video on YouTube. And my idea was that, I don't know, the video had the possibility to be seen by millions of people. So for Google to see this, oh, really, maybe after two years, I have 1,000 views. Wow. <laughs> but I discovered local guide program. And really, if you, if you have time, and I mean, you have to scroll down probably something like 16,000 posts, uh, you will find my first post that was just about to earthquake. And they say, may I speak about, talk about earthquake here? And I remember that the first person that answered me, it was two Googlers, one was Tracy and the other one was uh, Corey. And they said, yes, please. Um, yeah. And this, and this surprised me. Okay, the community was smaller at that time. But I, I, I was falling in love with this community because it was possible to talk about that. And the second thing that I discovered was Meetup. And I don't know how, when did you start in Connect? Um, I started actually when I got the email uh, about Connect last year. Oh, so, okay. yeah, it was because I went through the application form and it uh -huh. said that I needed to include a post uh, to connect. And I was like, what's connect? <laughs> I had no clue. Okay. So it was just before the application process last year, uh -huh. I got aware of connect. And then I started, like, as soon as I got aware of it, I jumped right into it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I mean, and okay, in, in November... Uh, 2016, Connect started an official program that was to promote a Google Local Guide Volunteers Day. Mm. And the Volunteers Day was on the second week of December. And for me, it was great because we was able to organize a meetup in one of the most iconic city that was involved in the earthquake. And we worked for a month and we arrived there with a truck of food, of cloth, of everything. And in the meantime, we was in contact with the local guide from Norcia, that is Emanuele. And he was giving us the direct contact about what was needed. So I don't know, he said, we need pasta, but not rice because we don't need rice and something like that. 
we need uh, socks. And so he, he gave us a list and we organized here a circuit to collect money and to collect what was needed to, for them. And then we started, I remember five o'clock in the morning, the day of the meetup from here, with a truck of food and clothes. We arrived in Norcia after six hours. We spent all the day around Norcia distributing food and distributing everything was needed to the different associations, let's say, I don't know, Caritas or Red Cross. And then we drove back home because we was in the heart of the earthquake. We had no place to stay, to sleep. I spent probably something like 12 hours driving, maybe more in that day. Wow. But it was beautiful because I learned what, what was to meet people through the Google program. We still friends with these people, we still, and we work together right now, I mean. So it was quite nice. Okay, so this is my very first story about how to be, what to, how to, to be a local guy. And I was falling in love, as I tell you, really. I absolutely understand that. And your story is extremely unique. I think that not many of us local guys has this kinds of stories uh, of how we started or how you have connected with Google in that way. And I think it's very admirable. It's really cool that you did this to help your community and to help out when such a disaster has happened in your country. I think it's very cool. Well, is yeah, it's probably very cool, but it was interesting you know, to start to work with these people and to to use Google Instrument to do this. I mean, just this year, on I'm living in a in a very small village at 30 minutes to Venice. Um, okay, the name of the village is Zero. Okay, just to to understand how small it is. <laughs> but anyway. For Christmas, this year we arranged Christmas Christmas market, a street market with food coming from the area to help them to work. And we had an exhibition using Google Instrument and we was able, we were able to bring the people that was coming in the exhibition and put them in the hard way, giving them a visual experience of what an earthquake means. And I tell you, it was impressive for us that we was organizing that, but we was quite impressed uh, using uh, 3D visual vision or photos or directly with Google Map to show them how the situation was. And we, we have a wonderful tool, a lot of wonderful tools that we can use. And it is amazing to discover this, I mean, but maybe I'm too much serious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that you can become too serious. Uh, and what you do is really uh, a good help. I mean, you're spreading information that is very valuable and you're, you're spreading knowledge. And I think that that's a really good key to make your community thrive, like to make 
everything develop and move forward. So I, I think that's a really good thing. And another really good thing that I know that you have been working with is your Clean the World initiative. And what inspired you to do that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, somebody somebody said that Clean the World is interesting, and I, I I want to agree. And Clean the World was quite casual. I mean, I am an ecologist from from the first beginning. I mean, uh, do you remember? No, you are too much, too long, too young for this. I mean, when on the on the seventy, there was a big movement in in, in the world against um, nuclear energy, and so nuclear energy now tanks was what we were saying at that moment, and of course I was studying also about that, and in the meantime I was at school in seventy five. I was studying chemicals, so I was studying about plastic. But plastic pollution was something that we learn later. And so I, this was remaining in a corner of my mind. And just one year ago, on December, we we was in a work with my wife on the, on the seaside. I, I love seaside in the winter. And I love to take photo of the seaside in the winter. And we was there just just to take photo, and we we found a big big patch of colored plastic. Mostly it was bottle cap that was on the on the on the beach, and we said, okay, we take some photo. And my, our first thought, being local guide, was we can arrange a meetup and come to clean the beach. And well, after that, let's say minutes later, I said, okay, but. We are not. We are not talking about this in Connect. We need to talk together, and so okay, we can clean the beach, but we can try to arrange an initiative to involve also local guide in the rest of the world. Um, on the beginning of January last year, the first things that I did was to create a hashtag local guide clean the world. And after that, start to post, and in the meantime, to develop project. It was quite interesting because in this, in the meantime, in that at that moment, I already was Connect moderator, and so I had the possibility to interact directly in the background with with Googler and to say, "This is what I would like to say to do." And they were supporting me and say, "Okay, go home." We, we, we talked about the logo because I didn't want it to, to break any, any rules about copyright and so on. And I started just to ping the community with small things just to start to, to think about this. And then we marched, we started to, I was asking the community to design the logo. It was quite interesting because a lot of people were sending logos to me. It's unbelievable what a community can do. And we received, I think, something like 30, 35 different logos. Then 
Well, I spent one week just to check the logos one by one to be sure about copyright, you know. I didn't want it to have any, any issue with Google. And, and after that, we bought it. And all the community bought it, the community bought it the logo, and they chose the one that we are using right now. It, it, it was a very fun, funny week because it was really like to be in, in, in the uh, election period with people that were sending messages, you should vote for this or you should vote for that, you know. It was a really, really <laughs> fun, yeah. And after that, oh, we chose the Yeah. And in the meantime, I was preparing everything in the project. And so I started the project. And it was, it was amazing because we discovered how much people is responding on this campaign. If you, if you had the opportunity to check the map, if, if you didn't, please do it. You will see that people was working everywhere, Indonesia, Africa, uh, Europe. Um, finally, in USA, just today, at least when we start Connect Live last year. And it was really amazing to see how many reports and how much the people is working on pollution. There is people in Indonesia that is cleaning the river almost every week. There are two groups that are amazing. Really, they, they, they do a lot for that, for that country. And let's say that just today, we discovered another group in Indonesia that is working in such a way. It's, it's a way to, to put all together, you know? All together yeah. work. <laughs> and it's, I mean, uh, that this initiative actually got this big and this worldwide that is super amazing that's a really good job you've done and i mean you have made so many people to get engaged in this and you have i mean woken up the interest with people and environment and i mean what else can you do that's the most important thing well, yes and no. I mean, what, what I want to say, I want to mention Kashif now, because what Kashif say to me all the time is, because I say I didn't, I didn't do anything. I mean, I just wrote. My, my job was to write. I consider myself a storyteller sometimes. And what I did was to write, to create an idea and to spread it. And then the people that was working is a different people. I mean, Kashif in Pakistan, he is doing a good job. And what Kashif say, okay, but you moved the first stone, you know? And okay, so I am the one that moved the stone. And now it's a big avalanche that is coming down. And it's beautiful to see how many people is working in that. Really. People I like Brad. Bamanga Frianto, Joe, uh, and David. How not to mention David? David Tita is incredible. He's working every day on this, on the background. He's making the, he's the one that is managing the map. And also, let's say, 
he's the first person that I called just a couple of months before to make the project public. I called him and they say, I need you because I need somebody good in Google Maps to, in Google My Maps, sorry, to do something for environment. And I didn't explain anything to you, to him. I just gave a ping and he said, of course, I will do it, don't worry. And he's still doing after more than one year. This is unbelievable. It actually is. And as Keshif said, I mean, you moved the first brick. You, like planting a seed like you did, or just uh, waking the idea in people is how you get people to start moving. And I mean, if you hadn't done that, people wouldn't have started moving. So absolutely, you're an enabler for those people who are also making a very good job and should have very much kudos for that. <laughs> but I think that you need to see your own very good part in this because you are an amazing inspiration. Oh, yes, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very good in this. Really? Uh, yeah. And, you know, the point is that we cannot stop. I mean, what what I really want is I want to see one day that we, where I will be able to write a post and the post is goodbye, clean the world. This is my dream. I mean, I do not want to see the people that cleaning, cleaning, cleaning every day. I want to see a day where there be, we will have no need of cleaning. Of course. I mean, that's that's the goal. And yeah. you, it's good to have a goal to strive to so that you know what you're trying to do. And even if it's a goal that's very hard to achieve, I think that exactly as you say, that we can't never stop moving towards that. And we shouldn't stop until we are getting there. Oh, yes, of course. And that's the reason why now I started with uh, reporting on my map, on maps. And, okay, this is a big challenge. Maybe maybe you remember this, because last year when we was at Connect Live, I asked the question to Google Vice President, Vice President and about... The, if they had a program for environment and she said we don't have a program yet okay so my thought from that day was don't worry I will give you a program <laughs> and that's the reason why at the beginning of this year I started with reporting on Google Maps that actually is just an idea. It's an idea, it's an idea exchange, and there is a lot of people that is voting for the idea. But really, what I would like to see is the possibility to open my Google Maps app, take a photo, press a button, and send the information for abandoned ways, let's say, to the authority that needs to collect automatically, without the need of another app, without the need of thinking about where to send my picture or where to send my information. 
just to have everything automatic in Google Maps. Take a photo, push a button, send the information, somebody comes and clean. And wow, I don't know if, if it will be possible in the future. I think so. I mean, Google Maps is a good is a good tool, is a good app, is the most used app in the world. So why not? I totally agree. I I absolutely remember when you asked that question on Connect Live last year, and I think it's a very valid question. And exactly as you're saying, I think that Google is a very powerful and good tool to achieve big changes, uh, since they are very. I mean, they have a big influence on the internet, and everyone knows that the internet is the biggest thing we got in this modern day. So, I mean, like, if we can affect Google to make these kinds of changes, I think that we can make a very big change. And what what you have managed this far, to me, it seems like you have influenced Google very much, and that is super cool. Well, I, I really think that every one of us can do that. I mean, Two years ago, it was my first summit on uh, October uh, 2017. And, okay, it, it was not so nice like, like the last, like Connect Live, but it was quite interesting because we had the possibility to talk to Google and to give ideas to them. And the big satisfaction was to see that when we came back, Google started to apply changes on Google Map according to what we requested in there. So in that moment, I understood that really Google is listening and we can give ideas to them. We do not to be ashamed. We can be free, free our mind and say, I would love to see this. Maybe it's crazy, maybe not, but we can go, we can try to interact, we can produce idea, we can generate move. And if the people just listen to us, we can do a lot of things. I mean, I love the community because we can exchange photo. I love the community because we can talk about a lot of things. I love the community because I'm learning every day in the community from different country. And you may don't know because you are very young in the community. My, my, my first very famous topic was flowers. Mm, how nice. With five petals only. Mm. Yeah, and for one year, everyone was calling me Mr. Five Petals. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this is funny. It's beautiful because we can talk together and learn. But in the other side, we can really I don't want to say influence, but we can propose and we are listening. The people is listening to us, Google is listening to what we do. Really. And That's this is this great. is absolutely amazing. I totally agree. And uh, what events have you been holding in the past uh, that is regarding your Clean the World campaign? Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> well, no, this is, this is not funny, I mean, but it's, um, 
it was November last year. I was just coming home from Connect Live, and I arrived in Italy, and we are, we had a very big red alert in my area about weather. It rains for uh, five years, uh, five days, sorry, mm -hmm. very hard, and with a lot of wind, we lost 14 million trees in the Alps. That is a huge number. Mm. And all the water was coming down on the river. And we have a big we had a big flood in my area and everything arrived in the sea. It means trees and it means also what was inside the house. So we had a lot of trash. The 12 kilometers of beaches of beach was covered by 40 centimeters of trash. It, it was something incredible to see. And if you have time, just check the video. Mm -hmm. And so we decided that we had to do something. And this was not just clean the world movement, but of course it was together with the people that is living in the area. And in one and a half day, we clean 12.5 kilometers of beach. Wow. 550 people was there. It was really, really, I, I tell you, impressive for me because I, I wasn't expecting this. And of course, it was not because of me. I, I was coming with 40 people. But all the, the, the people in the area was organizing themselves to clean. And the people that was coming there just to watch, they started to clean too. It was really one great experience, an unbelievable experience. A few months before, we was cleaning one road in the area of the earthquake. Because in two years, we made a lot of meetups in there. And so we said, okay, instead of to just meet, we want to do something. And we decided to do a cleanup in the area. We cleaned five kilometers around the road. We was invited by the municipality there. They opened the museum for us Sunday. It was it was quite interesting. And then of course we did the cleanup in San Francisco. That's really truly an amazing story. I understand how it's not funny, but it, what is what it turned out as when you actually managed to get that much people to help out, that is truly, truly amazing. Really impressive. Yeah, and also, you know, I can, I asked to Kashif a couple of months ago, how do you feel? Because it was just his first cleanup. And Kashif said, I feel good. What I mean is that doing this, not only change your life, but change your life in a positive way, because when you do this, you feel good. You smile. If you look at the photo, every picture of the people that was taking part in one or action in clean the world, 
you will see a lot of smiles. And this is, this is the beautiful part. I mean, you do something for others and you feel good. That's also a true story. And do you have any new events planned in the future? Wow. <laughs> well, on the future, we have, we have a new proposal right now, okay? And the new proposal is related to what I told before about reporting. Reporting is a dream, is a dream that we want to have in Google Maps. But in the meantime, what we want to do is to start to build instruments for reporting locally. And we are doing this through my maps. I mean, if you see abandoned waste or something that needs to be cleaned, what we do right we want to do right now is just take a photo, build my maps, send the my maps to the authority so they can have the correct information and they can know what they had to go to collect. In the meantime, put it on social because not all the countries are so well organized like yours. <laughs> um, so in many countries, what we need to do is to create this comfort. It, it, it seems quite strange, I mean, but you have to make it public. You have to show to the others that you know that there is something that needs to be cleaned there. And you have to make it public to create discomfort in the authorities. In this way, you can try to move the authority to work. I mean, I love volunteers, but I, my dream is not to have all the time, as I said before, volunteers to clean. I want to have a system where everything that needs to be cleaned is clean, and mostly I want to have education. So for the future, you don't have a need of cleanup. Of course. We, we, are, we want to create awareness. This is the most difficult part. But you have, you have to ask Ashif for this, because he was working with the people in the university, teaching them clean the world. And many countries are just starting to think now about pollution, about environment. And seems funny, but in some of them, we are giving ideas. That is... That is truly amazing. And speaking of uh, raising awareness, have you heard about uh, Greta Thunberg, a Swedish 60-year-old girl that has started, a, what should I say, a campaign that you should not go to school on Fridays to uh, demonstrate for the environment? Have you heard of her? Oh, yes, of course. She will, be, <laughs> cool. she will be in Italy, I think, next week um, or very soon. And the same movement we, is, is starting also here. We have some, some group in Italy. I was just listening to the radio, the radio one, one hour ago coming home about a group of guys, 12 years old, that was doing the same in one town in Italy. And they meet the measure. They are starting initiative to create awareness about this. 
This is very beautiful, and this is something that I really love. That's really cool. I, I'm truly happy for her too that she has managed to actually come out and uh, become a topic in the world because she's yeah. just an ordinary girl. <laughs> oh yes, but this, this is the important point. I mean, we don't need to have some expert. We have already too many experts in here that are telling us what we have to do, and nobody do. Uh, and we need really to understand one thing. This is something that is starting from the 60 and it's called Hypothesis Gaia. And that is explaining something about what our planet is. We are guessing our planet. We, if we don't care about the environment, we are not making a damage for the planet. We are making a damage for ourselves. The planet will the heart will survive to us, but we as humans will disappear if we don't care about our play, the place where we live. That's and true. this is something that we need to understand and we need to understand it quickly. Also, you know, a lot of people just say that the problem seems to be so big and so huge that everyone needs somebody else to, to solve it. We need uh, scientists, we need government, we need political to solve this. This is not true. I mean, my feeling is that we need to understand that the sea is full of drops. We need to be one drop if every one of us care about a little bit, all together, we can care about the planet. We don't need to take ourselves the full responsibility of the planet. If we take responsibility of our house and what is around the place where we live, that's enough. If we do it all together, that's enough. Absolutely. That is super true that if everybody can just take their responsibility and do their part, we only need to do what we can do for ourselves and for our families and for the community that we're in. And we don't need to actually go save the whole world by ourselves. That is truly very true. <laughs> and in your campaign, uh, I mean, the Clean the World campaign. You have helped by David and Kashif, and yeah, you've mentioned a lot of people that has been involved. If other people wants to get involved, how can they do that? Oh, they can do in a very simple way. They just need to come and connect, and they can search for the program for Local Guide Clean the World that is quite easy to find or they can just write a post about environment. We will find them, really. Is, this is nice because right now, I'm receiving a big help also from all the Google Monitor. So if somebody write a post about environment, they tag me or they tag David or they tag one of us, and we come to them and we can share the program, we can explain what we do and how they can be involved with meetups or simply reporting or simply sending photo. 
to us. I mean, there are a lot of different ways to have the environment. And also taking a photo and sending a photo and making it public can be helpful. Can be helpful because we create awareness about this. We created also a program for teenagers, or an education program, let's say, for teenagers, to explain what Google Maps is and which kind of tools we can use for free with Google, not only to study, but also to care about the environment and to follow the program. We, we have a lot of tools. They just need to, take, to reach us in every way they want. Really, the community is working for that. A lot of people is working for that, and they really get every post. Everybody that write a law, a row about environment, we get it. That's really good. So every little bit helps. Yeah, of yes. course. <laughs> That's great to hear. And um, I was thinking, do you have any tips for a person in their everyday life? What can they do with easy or just maybe uh, some tips that people may not think of. What change can they do in their life to actually uh, help the environment? Well, there are simple changes that are very common, and it's not because I say this, but everybody knows this. That is to follow the four R. Refuse the use of plastic if we can. We or at least refuse the single use of plastic when you do shopping, when you buy a bottle of water. We have a lot of refill stations right now. We can use our single bottle or we can reuse the same bottle. We can reuse the same shopping bag. We can recycle. We can do something different with what is not more needed for the original purposes. There is a nice post about a group that was making a container for flowers using bottle. We, we can find out if this is connected. It was quite nice. So we need to care and in some way to avoid the use of plastic. There are a lot of different things that we can do. That's really helpful. And I think that it's good to, even as you said, that all people say these things and there's many tips out there. I think that it's a good reminder and it's good to refresh people's memories mm -hmm. of what they can do because uh, many of the changes aren't that hard to do and they aren't much to ask for. So every little bit helps, as you said, like in the campaign and generally when it comes to the environment everything that you can do as a private person is helpful so just go that extra length to actually think of your actions and think of your consuming pattern and so on oh yes yes and um about earth day because this is what the episodes actually is about i mean you have a totally awesome and really interesting story about 
<laughs> what you have done you. with Google and in Google Maps for the environment and Earth Day is, of course, also about the environment. Um, do you celebrate Earth Day? Oh, yes, I do. But, you know, I just wrote a post about this uh, last week. And my idea is that every day is Earth Day. So, for me, the Earth Day is the day when we talk, when we celebrate. But for this year, I do not want to suggest big action like it was for last year. What I want to suggest to everyone is just to do a small things about the environment. This year, our day will be the day after Easter. For example, in Italy is holiday and this tradition that everyone is going to have a picnic in, in some nice place. Okay, do the picnic, but care about the, about the environment. Don't trash anything. Bring your waste home. If you see waste around where you are, pick it up, remove it. Do something small. Because what, what I understood in the last period is that if we, ask, we are asking people to do something big, the first reaction that we have is that the people move a step back. So this year I want to say, do something small, please. But do it. But do it. And yeah. have every day as Earth Day and keep on doing it every day. <laughs> yeah, of course. But especially in this day, remember that it's the Earth Day and start to do some kind of action that you can repeat every day. I don't want to see people that only on the Earth Day is caring about the environment. And the rest of the people of the year forget it. I, I, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I totally agree with you too. I think that, as you say, every day is is Earth Day, and uh, we need to keep that in mind at all times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and of course, this is how can I say? We will we will have a lot of events, of course, around the world for this. But I'm not focusing on this. This for me is just a moment to talk about. It's important, of course. Earth Day is, is very, very important because it, it reminds to us that we need to care. But we need to care really every day. I totally agree with you. Um, and about Earth Day's theme this year, protect our species. Do you think much about that? Or is uh, your environmental... Um, initiative more focused on plastic pollution and I mean well, do you do you think about saving our species I mean there is no separation is not possible to separate the two things because protect our species means for example to have a clean environment means to avoid noise means to create areas and spaces for species that are under extinction to survive. Environment, I mean, pollution is what kill our species. 
fighting against pollution is automatically protect our species. Then, of course, we love to discover natural area, natural park. I can say that, let's say, my area is very good in this. And we are recycling more than 85, 87%. That is a lot. And in the last year, I have seen a lot of changes, a lot of birds that was disappeared now are coming here, orange or stalk. And what I see is that a lot of natural park now are working for this. We need to help them. We need to support them. They need, they need money. For example, in, in, in my area, most of them are working by without any financial support, governative financial support. They do by themselves, selling tickets and working to maintain the birds, to maintain the environment, to keep it a wonderful place. And we need to support them. That is so true. And how you um, like tell the connection between how every bit of the environmental work is helping out every other bit that is connected to the nature is really a good uh, angle to it because i think that many people see how it affects people around us we see how it affects humans but we maybe not be thinking about how it affects our uh, species or the animals around us or uh, like the nature uh, in general. So well, it's a really good angle. No, but I, I, I want to be quite brutal in this. I mean, uh, what we see around us is the thermometer of how the situation is. This is quite simple to understand. If in my area now we have more birds than in the past, if we have a species that was disappeared here, is because we care more about the environment now. I mean, air pollution, water pollution. If they see a better place to live, they can. So it's automatically. And we need to understand this. We cannot live only in places without nature, without city, without fresh air. The feedback that we have from the nature is amazing and is quite quick. Just look around. If you see that the nature is gorgeous, is coming up, that means that the environment is going better. So there is, everything is related. We cannot separate. That is absolutely true. And it wraps up really good what we have been talking about. And I think that everything that you do is really amazing. I think that everything you get other people to do is really amazing. And I think that we together can make a really great job for the environment. Now, let's say that sometimes I'm very boring. I'm not so funny. <laughs> uh, that's true. I mean, <laughs> I, know, I know this. Um, well, sometimes... 
I, I I think that I need to change my behavior, but it's difficult for me. I mean, because I see what I I look what I see around, and I love to do this. Yeah, and I mean, I think that your passion about doing this is absolutely not making you a boring person. It makes you a very interesting person, and seeing someone that actually goes and do what they love and fights for what they love. That is truly amazing. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you too. I should be the one to thank you because I'm super happy that I get to have this interview with you, Armis. Oh my God. I'm super happy. Me too, because this is for probably the first time that I talk so much about this story, um, well, this is this is interesting also for me because it's the first time that I put everything in line, in line, and I see what what is has been done in one year. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, so are we, and hopefully everyone that listens will be blown away too. I'm sure about that. Okay. So, what next? Keep on fighting. <laughs> okay. But thank you again. Uh, we should wrap this up. It's late. It's 20 minutes past 10 in the night. So both you and I should get some sleep. That is yes. also good for us to keep on fighting and be energized to go for another fight tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you so much, Erwin. Woohoo! And there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that interview. As always, we will have a connect post related to this episode. So if you have any comments or questions for Linia and or Ermis, feel free to jump in there and join in the conversation. I'll edit the show notes with a link to the post once it's made available. You will also find links in the show notes to various events mentioned in the interview and you will be super impressed by the amount of amazing work local guys all over the world are up to, thanks largely to Emma's Clean the World campaign. Lastly, if you like what we do here on this podcast, please do share to all your friends and subscribe too. The Go Local team do this in our free time, in our already busy lives, so any kudos will be much appreciated. And if you have any feedback for us or ideas for future episodes, we would love to hear from you. You can leave us a voicemail if you're using the Anchor app, or you can get in touch via email at golocopodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, my name is Adrian, and you've been listening to the Go Local Podcast. Let's guide! Go local with us! Go local with adventure! Go local with us! Go local with adventure! Your unofficial cast to all things local guys! Yeah!